In this episode, we're definitely not talking about catching the virus or anything like that, but we are going to be talking about a lot of it is to do with you as a parent, whether or not you can adapt to change or maybe you just don't adapt to change because a lot of people are still blaming 2020 and 2021 for negatively affecting your kids. So I just wanted to be very clear. It's not about you or your kid or anyone catching that virus thing. What it mostly is about is what did you do during those two years when you couldn't control what was really happening in the world? And when you came out of it, are you still in a place where you're still blaming it for whatever effects it had on your kids rather than looking a little closer to home, whether it's yourself or looking at the environment you made for your kids. Let's jump into this episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha friends. Welcome back to another episode and we're going to get straight to the point on this one. So the title, as I'm pretty sure you read, said, Stop Blaming 2020 and 2021 for Negatively Affecting Your Kids. I've been hearing this like constant replay in very different forms. Like, oh my gosh, you know, the last two years was so hard on my kids. The last two years, you know, my kids, you know, their health was super affected. Not by, I'm not talking about the virus, but more so by like, the lack of exercising, the lack of getting out. My kids weren't socialized a lot because of the last two years. We didn't really get to do much because of the last two years. And the reason why it kind of ticks me off (laughs) or just it gets to me, it's because people are still blaming things they had no control over. I get it like 2020 and 2021 sucked for a lot of people including me like there was a lot of situations that happened in those two years that I wish happened differently and a lot of it was out of my control in my control to a certain extent but out of my control for many 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 other reasons and so I'm very sure similar to you and I can I can relate like my grandma my grandma passed away in 2020 and that was literally when the world shut down was when her funeral happened and I wasn't able to go and see my grandma like I was pregnant they were telling us you shouldn't fly we didn't know if we could get back into our state there was so much unknown at that time and I had to make a super hard decision to not be able to go back home to be a part of that and I get it a lot of us made decisions like that during 2020 and 2021 but it also doesn't have to be the only decision you have to make for the rest of your lives so I'm gonna 
I'm going to just kind of give you, paint you a picture of what I see happening. And this might hurt some feelings. <laughs> this might tick you off too. Um, but I hope it starts a different conversation. My goal is to have it like have a trickle effect in your head down to your heart to get you to think, hmm, maybe there's something I can do about this. Maybe there's a different way about it. Because even if it ticks you off the things I say, even if it just makes you irritated, I hope that it triggers something for you to change, to make your life, your kid's life and things like that around in your situation better. Maybe because one thing I've learned is no matter what has happened in our lives, your life, my life, anyone's lives, you can definitely learn from it in a very different way where it's not just going, okay, that's never happening to me again, but also recognizing what happened around that that will help you in the future identify like, okay, this all seems very familiar. I remember the last time this is what happened to me. So I'm going to do this differently. And that starts with this blaming 2020 and 2021. Uh, because I know change can be hard for many people. There's a lot of people out there who don't adapt very well to change. Something change, something happens that's different and like changes in their life, changes in their situation, and like they just freak out. They're so used to being in their little bubble of comfort. <laughs> it's just so used to being comfortable in their lives that if something happens that's different, they don't know how to handle it. And if that is you, where you're like, I don't like change, I'm sorry to inform you, but change will always happen. Always, always happen. No matter how much you try so hard to control anything around you, change is consistently happening around you, whether or not you're ready for it. And what makes people more resilient is when you realize like, okay, I can't expect no change to happen, but more so, how can I prep myself for change? How can I prep my family? How can I prep my kids? Like teaching that to them is such a great life skill and that will help them become more resilient adults too. So what do you do? Like, okay, you're, you're sitting down, you're complaining about 2020, you're complaining about 2021, especially when it has something to do with your kids. You're like, oh my gosh, my kids, like my kids gained a lot of weight during 2020 and 2021 because they, were, they weren't as active as before. They were just at home all the time because they weren't in school. And since they weren't in school, they didn't see their friends. And since they didn't see their friends, they weren't socialized a lot. So now they're a little weird. And you know, all of that because of this. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard it. Even though I don't, I don't send my kids. You guys all know I homeschool. I don't send my kids to school, but I hear a lot of the things that happen because majority of my friends don't homeschool. <laughs> I'm usually like the lone wolf of homeschooling in my life. And I'm cool with that because that's how it started anyways. But I do hear a lot of people say, the, say that. And then they look at me and they're like, well, you weren't affected, Kavai. You were homeschooling. So that's why your kids are fine. No, my kids are fine because we were affected. We had drop-off homeschool classes that were shut down too. We had an art class. We had a homeschool swim class that was totally taken away. Like 
there was no going back. They actually just stopped doing their classes altogether, even after things started opening up. So my kids were affected too when 2020 and 2021 happened. But I didn't allow that to stop everything in our lives. So (laughs) if your kids stopped socializing, stopped exercising, stopped learning in 2020 and 2021, and you're blaming the system, you're blaming the school, you're blaming the government, you're blaming everything else, I'm going to give you some hard love. Stop looking out and look in. Look inside yourself. Look inside your home. What were you doing during that time? (laughs) I think I sounded the same. What were you doing during that time that could have made a difference for your family, for your kids? And when you start looking at it that way, you're going to see it in a very different light. So what do you do first? Stop holding a grudge. Let's just stop that. Be aware, like if you are blaming something else, uh, it's time to stop that. Like, let's release that. Take a breath. I'm not saying like it didn't happen. I'm saying it's time to move on because if you keep holding on to that. You will never be able to go forward. So it's like, okay, how can I just release that? What do I need to do to release that? Do you need to move your body to release that? Do you need to talk to somebody to release that? Do you need to, you know, just have somebody listen to you to release all that? Do you need to write it down? Do you need to burn it? I'm not sure what your process is, but go through that process. Allow that to heal, that pain, that regret, whatever it is that you're holding, that grudge, and release it. And then... It's time to work through it. So take take the initiative to go, okay, what can I do to just work through this? Like, it's not healthy for you. Just for you to hold on to that, that's literally like high school gossip that just keeps circulating and keeps living in you. And it really does no good for your soul. So how can you work through that? For me, I love moving my body, especially with goddess yoga. That helps if you're a woman and you need to release things goddess yoga is a great type of medicine for that and definitely hit me up if you want to learn more about that because that is what helped me as a mom as a woman as a wife really break through a lot of my I had an emotional wallop and if you didn't listen to that episode go back and listen to that episode because it really helped me work through things and then you go to okay well what did I do back then that also contributed to my kids not socializing, to my kids not exercising, to my kids not learning. Because I'm going to let you know, guess who were your kids' first teachers? It wasn't their kindergarten teacher or their preschool teacher. It was you. You as the parent, you guys are the number one teachers in your kids' lives. And when I realized that, I was like, man, I was teaching from birth. And so were you as a parent. And when you realize that you're a teacher for your kids, yes, you're a parent. You hold so much roles for your children. But yes, you were their first teachers. And you will always have a teacher role in their lives. So what are you teaching them every single day? Are you teaching them to move their bodies by being that example when you move your body? Are you teaching them to go out and talk to people, socialize with people? Or are you teaching them to be, you know, in seclusion? Are you teaching them 
that, hey, you can still learn outside of school. There's many opportunities out there. Are you teaching them to get out into nature or to stay and hide in their room and it's okay to be on their electronics 24 hours a day? Like, what are you teaching them in your own home? Because you are a great example for your kids, but you can also be a very bad example for your kids too if you're doing the things that you don't like. Wow, that must be hard because that just hit me. Like There are so many things going through my own head right now going, what do I teach my kids? I teach my kids, I already know. <laughs> I teach my kids some bad languages because it comes out of my mouth. Like <laughs> When I'm angry, when I'm pissed off, man, those bad words fly. And my kids, I see it in their face all the time. They look at me, they're like, mom. I'm like, oh, I'm still human too. And that's one of the unfortunate things I teach them. <laughs> but when 2020 happened and 2021 happened, I also taught them how to get outside in our yard and run around. Um, if they weren't in our yard, we took them out to like trails and hikes to go explore. If we weren't doing that, we actually, I remember the day when we were going to go to the park because, you know, everybody was locked up and we wanted to get out. We were getting cabin fever and they had like caution tape around all the playgrounds. And it just broke my heart because my kids saw that. And they're like, mom, is it broken? Can we never go back? And instead of like complaining about <laughs> everything being closed, complaining about that, what my husband and I ended up doing was like, let's go and figure out how we can get a playground for them. Realizing that those things were expensive, we ended up building a playground in our yard during 2020. Do we know how to build things? No. That was YouTube University. All of it. Um, I knew how to actually could figure out how to like um, blueprint it out, draw it out, measure things out, figure out the material part. And then my husband is a great labor person. <laughs> and both of us ended up building this massive playground for our kids during 2020. That is an example of adapting. That is an example of turning some like a horrible drive-by to the park like situation into something so much better. It took us about two weeks to build it <laughs> because we had to figure it out along the way. And we have to get the materials and all the things. So that's one example. Another example is when 2020 happened, like I said, a lot of homeschooling things got shut down too. I had a lot of drop-off classes that my kids were involved in. And they were also involved in extracurricular you know, classes too. And when that got shut down, yes, I was still teaching them things at home. But now I had to supplement all the rest of the things. And instead of going, oh my gosh, just sit in front of the computer and learn. Instead, I was like, well, what else can we do? We can watch some movies. We can watch some YouTube videos. We can um, get out in the yard. We can do some projects. I started Googling activities for my kids because I didn't want to have them sit in front of a computer all day. I didn't want to teach like 10 million more things. So I figured out ways to continue to have them learn and that's kind of how we push through it. So I'm going to ask you right now. I know there are some places around that are opening up and there's some places that are still not open. I'm talking about schools because the teachers are on strike and bless their heart. I hope they get everything they are fighting for because they totally deserve it. 
But if your kids are not in school right now, what are you doing for them? As a parent, what are you doing to help them continue to learn from home? And I'm not saying, you know, get out (laughs) some boring books and have them like read it forever and ever. Because would you like to do that? Probably not. And so what can you do in your capacity? I'm not saying like you have to pick up all the homeschooling and figure it out right now, especially if you're planning to send your kids back to public school. But what I'm saying is, how can you still incorporate a learning environment? And it's super simple. Is there a subject that your kids love? They just love digging into. It could be about something like animals or dinosaurs, or it could be about like a person. It could be about um, an activity. Maybe they love snowboarding. Maybe they do love hiking. Maybe they think about eagle. It's like the coolest bird ever. I don't know what it is. Ask them. Ask them what do they love and then have them dive more deeper into that subject. Because think about yourself. Wouldn't you love to do more research or more, um, wouldn't you like to watch more videos or binge watch things that you have some interest in? Great example right now, we are learning all about fruit trees that we can grow in containers. (laughs) Probably not the most, you know, extravagant topic for my kids, but for myself, I'm like literally binge watching YouTube videos and looking at websites and trying to learn and learn more about it. That's the kind of thing I do with my kids. I ask them, okay, well, what do you like to learn about? What really, you know, sparks your interest? One of my kids loves solar system. The other one loves dinosaurs. And then another one, he's all into anime right now. And I'm like, okay, like how can we create activities around that? Because guess what? They are still learning. When they watch something, when they talk about something, when they dive deeper into something, they are still learning. You are still showing them that education can happen anywhere. Let's talk about socialization. Socialization can still happen if your kids are not in school. Even if, like, I get 2020, 2021, everything was shut down. But hello, we live in Washington. All our family is in Hawaii. And that is one thing I wanted to continue with my kids. I wanted them to still have a relationship with their family in Hawaii. So we found every way to communicate with them and allowed our kids to participate in that. Whether it was a Zoom, a FaceTime, playing video games online with them, playing games with them over Zoom. Like we tried all different ways to figure it out. Just staying in touch, writing letters and all the things. What can your kids do now? with their friends could you schedule a play date could you schedule a hangout a sleepover could you meet at the park could you have them just talk story whether it's on facetime on zoom on a video game whatever is comfortable for you because that is still socialization i want you to think about you and your socialization or your life your social life what do you do to keep in touch with your friends what do you do to still cultivate that friendship You can still do something like that for your kids too, to continue it along through hard times. Now, when you start looking at your kids' lives in this aspect, like what do you do and what example you're setting, you're going to have a very different way of approaching how you can show your kids how to go through these things, how to become more resilient, how to adapt to change, how to, you know, 
realize that even though things around them they can't control and it's you know sucks sometimes you still can rise above it you still can go through it you still can make the best out of it even if it sucks so that is what this episode is about so i hope in the end you realize like wow it really did start with me maybe i wasn't a great example and i had to work through things first so that i can show my kids like okay mom was going through some stuff too and after i realized i was doing that this is what i did to go through it and this is how i'm going to move forward you just taught your kids so much more in that mini lesson than a book you taught them such greater life skills in showing them that mom struggles mom learns mom tries sometimes it doesn't work out but guess what mom keeps going mom is trying to figure out ways to make it better and eventually you will figure it out because that's one of our our superpower mom powers like we figure things out for our family for ourselves for our kids so i hope that triggers something to help you help your kids you know as things continue to move along in 2022 um, and I hope you leave all that junk stuff behind in 2020 and 2021 and also start picking out the good moments in those years because I'm pretty sure there's at least one or two in there that you can be grateful for. All right, friends, I hope you love this episode and I wanted to just speak it into you as a friend. And like always, only you can go out and make your day amazing. So definitely go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.